0: It's the end of another Black History Month, and over the decades, I feel like we hear the same stories over and over again. But I know there's always a new generation who are just not familiar with the old stories. Something old is always something new to someone. Today, we look at the story of Lincoln Theater, Andrew Perry, known to many as Stepan Fetchett the vaudevillian star who faded into obscurity. Let's unpack. Here we go. Welcome to Unpacking. I am Fran and I'm happy to have you joining me today. Today, it's all me. I wanted to take this Black History Month to spotlight to highlight a story of a man who illuminates the dark past of Black exploitation and racism in film. Lincoln Theodore Andrew Perry was a Black vaudeville comedian and film actor, famously known by the stage name of Stepan Fetchett. He was portrayed as lazy, foolish, and dumb. His persona had the moniker of the laziest man in the world. In this number, we find him laying in bed, struggling to figure out if he's dreaming or if he hears the a knocking at the door or if he hears the phone ring. In his usual slurred vocals, we hear Perry as Fetcher in this lazy Richard number. Richard can't get him up. Richard can't get him up. We'll try to get him on the phone. You know, I was laying down, dreaming. Everybody was trying to wake me up. like they was knocking, rocking, talking, and re Why I have such a dream like that? I ain't bothering nobody. Just Business in my own business doing nothing resting up ring it and get him up ring it and get him up Ring it and get him That was Perry in a number called Lazy Richard can't get him up Perry was born in 1902 His career was deeply vaudevillian and he was a regular on the Chitlin circuit At around age twenty-five He was cast in a silent film by creating a character who would stand out from the other actors trying to get the role. That film was in old Kentucky. Film historian and author of Perry's biography, Mel Watkins, said that Perry acted as though he didn't know where he was and he immediately got the attention of the producers and the director of the film. He said they didn't know what to think of him. They were astounded by him. In this scene from Miracle in Harlem, Perry is at the police station to deliver a message to the captain and he fidgets and he struggles to sit while he's explaining why he's there. This place I'm looking for, the headquarters man. Uh, what do you want? Uh, I, you see, I was, uh, well, I ain't supposed to know what I want. I, uh, sit down. Yeah, excuse, excuse me. Excuse I, I put my head? In? Well, I, I was supposed to. What are you nervous about? I ain't exactly nervous. I just generally falls to pieces around police. And it's much more worse than nervous. Captain, your honor. Lieutenant, and not your honor. Lieutenant, not your honor. Oh, well, Lord. I remember when I took an African-Americans in media course as an undergraduate at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. It was one of the best classes I had ever taken. We analyzed the history of African Americans in the media, in advertisements, books, films, and images. It was at that time I was introduced to the research of Donald Bogle and his book, Toms, Coons, Mulattoes, Mammies, and Bucks, an interpretive history of Blacks in American film. Toms Coons was a great adventure for me. It was a kind of odyssey i was off to discover more not only about movies but myself and i kept asking myself can you pull this off can you write this book this body of work has been one of the most comprehensive books i've ever read on the subject and proves to be boldly candid in the year 1934 at the age of 32 Stephen and was already a legend and one of Movieland's few authentic oddities. Only a few years later, no one could have predicted that this actor, who gave the appearance of being lanky, slow-witted, simple-minded, obtuse, synthetic, confused, would take the entire nation and era by storm. But Stepan Fetchett went far beyond anyone's predictions or expectations, and in, and in his own inspired way, he did so brilliantly. In the early 1930s, he was the best-known and most successful black actor working in Hollywood. At a time when contracts for black players were unheard of, Fetchit was signed, then dropped, then spectacularly re-signed by Fox Pictures. From 1929 to 1935, he appeared in some 26 films often working in as many as four movies at a time. Check out ObeyFoundation.org. Obey Foundation was established in 1998 to provide programs and support individuals and organizations committed to youth and community wellness. ObeyFoundation.org. Would y'all bring that... Big box in have we ain't got enough candy to fit no box that big. This is oh. not for candies. Perry would come out meandering, uh, scratching his head, looking this utterly confused and coughing. lost. Coughing. Coughing? Ain't nobody dead in here, isn't Are you His mouth would be open, eyes half closed. I'm sure I know I feel uh, all right. That's my heart. Shoulders slouched, arms dangling, and he would slip into a practically incoherent monologue, delivered in a whining monotone to no one in particular. Most often, it had little meaning beyond the visual impression of confusion. The step and fetch it image, however, came to be seen as so degrading that dozens of the films that he made are rarely shown and have never received widespread video releases. Check out ObeyFoundation.org. Obey Foundation was established in 1998 to provide programs and support individuals and organizations committed to youth and community wellness. ObeyFoundation.org. By the end of the 1930s, the NAACP was gaining a lot of influence in Hollywood, and Perry was in a constant battle with Fox Studios to get equal pay and billing as his white co-stars, and it's a battle he never won. So by 1940, he just simply walked away from Hollywood. And within just a few years, he was broke. So to the emerging civil rights movement, Perry was a symbol of something Black America wanted to forget and he faded into obscurity. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unpacking, Season 2. Music is from an open source and non-copyright material use only. All permissions granted under Creative Commons. Editing by me, like this podcast, make it your favorite. Subscribe unpacking with I am Chone, giving you something to think about. Locate me on podcast platforms everywhere. Copyright 2021.